Welcome to Neighborhood Church. To learn more about who we are as a community or to financially support Neighborhood, go to neighborhoodchurchmn.org. Enjoy the message. Comfortable doing. Like if I'm encouraging you, come on up and share and you're like, I don't want to stand in front of a microphone. You don't have to do any of those things. We're not asking you to do anything that makes you feel not just uncomfortable, but makes you feel unsafe, okay? Um, Children as well as adults are welcome to share. If there's something that you feel grateful for, you can come up to the mic and share that. If you don't want to do that, what I'd encourage you to do is even write down your gratitude practice. Um, Last week when we were together, I talked a little bit more about why gratitude is beneficial to us and that there's something that it does. It's not just about creating happiness, right? We all want to be happy, but the search isn't for happiness. It's being content no matter what position we find ourselves in. There's something about that gratitude that no matter where we find ourselves, we can say, I'm content with the place that I'm in. I can find something to be grateful for. Um, Before we get into more of that, I wanted to share two things with you. Um, We have have connect cards now. And they're in the pocket of the chair. There's quite a few things. Your kind of pocket of the chair in front of you is overflowing with things. So if you, like, need to rummage, go for it. That's kind of fun to do. But there's a pen in there. There's a Connect card. And there's some options on there. If it's your first time, you can fill it out. And we have a giving box as you exit. You can just drop it in there. Um, If you have something, let's say you've got something going on in your life and you would like somebody to pray for you, there's an option on the very back. You can jot down a prayer, stick it in there. And as a staff, we read through those and we'll pray um, for you. Sometimes it's nice to know that the things that are going on in your life, somebody else might be um, holding up in prayer with you, if you would like that. So I wanted to let you know about that option. And then if you want to give to Neighborhood Church, you can use that same giving box. All the money that comes in comes to support um, the work that we do here um, at Neighborhood Church. You can do that online or you can use the envelope that's in front of you. So Usually we start out with some form of worship. We're not going to be doing musical worship this morning, but we're going to do a gratitude practice. And here's how this will look. You don't have to get up from your chairs if you don't want to. Children can. If you need to move around, you can. Um, But there's a piece of paper in the chair in front of you and a pen. And we're going to put on some music. And then what I'd encourage you to do is to think through three things that you are grateful for. You can jot those down. If you've already done this practice this morning, and you want to jot down some things that maybe you want to get up and share with the church this morning. There's something that you're like, I think this could be encouraging for me and for the whole church to hear. Because part of this idea of getting up and sharing together is that um, it encourages the, the whole body of all of us. That oftentimes I think we think the thing that's going on with us maybe is just important to us and maybe somebody doesn't care. But there might be something in what we have to share that might land or connect with somebody else that would really lift them up, that would help them feel connected. Um, so we'll put some music on for that. And for the kids, if you want to, we've got a little area in the back. I know some of you have already seen it. If you want to go and write your grateful things on that piece of paper back there, you can. Or if you want to stay in your seat with your family and you want to jot them down, Rebecca has post-its and you can... Write them on there, and if then if you want to run them over, you can. But if you want to post it, why don't you raise your hand, and she can give you one. Does anybody want a post-it note to write on? Maybe just want it for fun, too. Okay. Oh, Eleanor does, too. Oh, 
Okay, so Chris, why don't you turn on some music? We're going to take about a minute and a half. Go ahead and um, jot down some things you're thankful for, and then I'll come back, kind of close that out, and we'll move on to the next thing that we're doing. Okay, if you're still writing, feel free to continue to write. Chris, you can pull that music back. Thanks. Um, I'm, I'm very excited about this Sunday. Um, 
I, just a couple of things about having to be up in front of, well, first, I'll start with this, gratitude. Uh, just some recaps. What are some of the things that gratitude does for us? First of all, it um, grounds us to the present moment. So oftentimes we can either live way off in the future, be th- reflecting on the past. When we're, when we're practicing gratitude, it makes, us, it makes us stop and be thankful for the things that are happening around us in the moment, um, which can be really good because sometimes the things that we might be thinking of in the future or in the past might not be so helpful to us. Um, and being able to stop and reflect, it changes the way that we breathe. We often stop and then breathe more deeply, which helps us stay connected. Um, it increases our ability to cope. So gratitude isn't just about, I think this is the thing that's landed with me in the reading I've done about gratitude. It isn't just about, is it going to increase my happiness so I can ignore all the things that aren't so happy in the world? I'm not looking for us to be a disconnected people. I think there's something about us being staying connected with all the things that are happening in us, in the present, and in the world. But being grateful allows us to cope with those things so we can stay present. And in that increases our positivity, our way to stay connected with one another. Um, So the next portion of the um, time we're going to have together, the mic is going to be open for anybody to get up and share. Um, There might be some awkward silences. might feel awkward where there's nothing happening. In that, I would say stay reflective. It's okay that things are quiet. Um, After somebody shares, if there's some quiet, that's okay. There's something about that stickiness. If we're reflecting on the things they've said, it sticks to us and allows us to um, be present. Um, If there's something that you want to share, but you don't want to be on camera, you don't want it recorded because our our service is live streamed. We've actually got a, a microphone and then there's a little spot of tape right here on the floor you can stand and you can share that and it will be off camera. It'll just be for the people that are in this space. So if there is something you want to share but you don't want it in the masses, you can do that. Chris, your hand is raised. What do you want to share? Off camera and muted. Okay, thank you for that. Um, What else? That threw me off. It's okay, because you're so good looking, honey. Um, I'll, how about I'll kick us off? So I'll kick us off with our with some gratitude. I've got a couple of things to share, and then I'm gonna just sit right here. And if you need help, like adjusting the microphone or any of those things, I'm I'm here to help you um, do any of that. And then here's how you know it's gonna be over, because that's another thing. Like, how do we know that when we're done? If there's a long pause, quite a bit of time, and nobody is sharing, we're I'll get up and we're gonna share a, play a song. We're just going to song that's going to play for how long is it, Chris? About two minutes or so? Less than two minutes? Okay. And during that time, we can just be reflective in the song. If there's something that during that song you're like, oh, shoot, I really wanted to get up and share, you can come up, just sit in the front chairs. That'll signal to me that you still want to share. You can get up and share that thing, and then we'll close out at the end of service. Okay? All right. So I have two things to share. Um, first was something that just happened today. So I was listening to a meditation on the way to um, church this morning that was saying um, to just be grateful for things that might just happen throughout your day. You don't know. If you're not trying to control everything, then you can be open and awake and available for things that might just surprise you. And I came into church, and Eleanor, you're the first person I'm going to share about that I'm grateful for. Eleanor brought me a seashell back from her trip in, where were you again? Yeah. And Thank you so much for thinking about me. That made me feel really special because 
um, you thought about me in the trip, and then you thought about bringing this to me. So this is very special to me. So um, Eleanor, I'm very grateful for you. I'm glad you're part of this church. Thanks. And I'll keep that very special. Um, uh, something I wrote this week. I brought in, there's a couple of flowers. I'm a big fan of flowers and nature, and that's usually the first place I go when um, I need to practice some gratitude. So if it helps you to kind of reflect on those, um, you can. So I am grateful for the yellow tulips on my desk, for the coral rose on the table, for the jade plant, for ivy, for pothos, and palm. I breathe deeper because of the oxygen they create, and I'm in awe of their color, the way they grow slowly. And when I'm at the height of busyness, the slow and steady growth reminds me to appreciate slow and steady times for myself and others. When these flowers drop their petals and eventually dry up, I'll return them outside, even if it's the cold of winter, because it feels really wrong to trap them in a plastic garbage can. <laughs> um, returning them to the ground reminds me that we all go back to the ground and we can make new life for the next flower. Um, so feel free, you can share anything that you would like, but I'm going to move away from the mic. I'm going to sit over here, and then you're welcome to come up and share at any time. So I was coming home from a vacation yesterday and I started to write this thank you and it slow it's quickly it quickly looked like it was going to become a novel and then I left the notes somewhere and then I was writing notes this morning and I was just going to make bullet notes bullet points so that I could be quick and then I don't know where I put those either so I'm just going to wing it. <clears throat> so, two things about me is that I, growing up, moved around a lot. Initially, my dad was in the Air Force. Then, for various reasons, we just moved around, and I never felt connected. Um, and as I got older, I, I felt not only not connected, but I felt resentful because I would go into a new school, and everybody would be new to me, teachers would be new, obviously, and I would have to learn everybody's name. And I would do that because it was the environment that I was in. And nobody ever would know my name. I was the new girl. <clears throat> and I started getting angry that people couldn't learn one person's name, yet I had to continually learn everybody's name. So that's sort of just like always part of me. <clears throat> and the other thing is, is that family is very important to me. And um, I grew up going out of town to visit relatives all the time. And I also got the message from 
my parents both moved, um, as my grandparents were aging, moved closer to them so that they could be a part of their lives and with easier visiting and being able to take care of them. Um, and so that's kind of the ba another basis for this, this thank you, is that I very strongly believe that you move closer to your, to your family in the end, go out, do what you need to do, but for me, I was gonna move closer. Um, and then I had kids, and six years ago, uh, there's a, these infamous words in my family, story now, at least in my mind, is I said to Barrett, why don't you get a job in Duluth? And so Barrett got a job in Duluth. And I had my world rocked because what that meant was I moved farther from my family. I moved up here with a sensory-seeking toddler and a baby Yuli. And I was overwhelmed and I was disconnected and I was healing from infant loss and birth trauma. And all my support system, while in the same state, was not close to me. And so I tackled it like I do everything else, started making lists of what I needed to do, what I wanted my family to look like, and, um, but still feeling very disconnected, not knowing how I was gonna raise my family in a community where I didn't know what that community looked like, what that community's values were. Like, I was lost and disconnected. And one day I went to look for the location of the soccer field. And there was a little flag that I just happened to notice was a church. Um, and I thought, well, I don't know what my beliefs are. I, it's all very vague in my head. I'm not quite sure where I am with anything in life. But I do know that I want my children to grow up in a church. Where they go from that, I don't care. But I want them to have that as kind of a base to go from. And so we have in the past kind of looked around for churches and nothing really stuck. And so I um, thought, here we go again, let's try this church. And I don't need to go into what this church is because it's different for everybody. Um, it's different um, for me, but what I found was a place that made sense to me, that had values that made sense to me, that had, that acted on their values and made hard decisions in support of values that made sense to me. I found connection. I found people that know my name and know my kids and let them be them. Crazy kids. So um, this is my really long and rambly way of saying thank you, Neighborhood Church. And I completely forgot the name, and I'm going to say... You can thank me later, but I am not going to try to recite the words to the Cheers theme song because that's all I can think of is sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. <laughs> so, thank you.
Hello, my name is uh, Cody. Um, I have a best friend. <laughs> Her name is Sophie, and she is just literally the most amazing person on the planet. <laughs> um, it astonishes me that she even decided to befriend me in the first place because we came from complete opposite backgrounds. And when I met her, I was just, it was my first experience coming out of an extremely conservative Christian bubble. And meeting her just started to actually show me other perspectives and that what I believed was not the only truth. And she was also extremely vocal and passionate about the queer community, which was the first I'd ever heard of that because where I grew up, it was taught that that was pure evil. And it was just an amazing experience learning about that with her. And then about a year later, I discovered that I was trans. And um, it was very difficult because of the environment that I was in. I was in Maine with my family at the time. And I, I legitimately believed for a time that I must be evil. <laughs> that I am a monster that deserves to die and burn in hell for all eternity because that was what everyone around me believed. And at that time, my best friend Sophie, she was the she was person who was there for me and she was the first person that I told and she was so supportive and was a person that I could count on and really helped me to come to realize I am not a monster. I am not the personification of evil just for existing. And since then, I have come to know more people who have been supportive, but at that time, she was the only one. And I feel that without her, I probably would not have made it out of Maine alive, so just so happy to know her and I love her so much. So I'm Sarah, and I'm going to try to say this without crying, but I'm a crier, so I probably will cry. <laughs> Just a heads up. <laughs> so, um, so about six months ago, I got to marry the love of my life. She's back there. And I am so grateful that gay marriage is now legal. 
and that I got to do that. That was amazing. And I have had a journey, and I'm very grateful for the journey that I have had, figuring out who I was and accepting who I am. I feel like it's made me more compassionate towards others who have painful journeys. I feel like that's helped the work that I do. I'm a therapist and I help others who needs, need work like that and lots of other things that I do, do to help them. Um, I'm grateful for my journey. I really am and I'm so grateful that I finally was able to come out that most of my friends were pretty accepting, old ones, new friends. I had a friend who flew from Alaska to come to my wedding, Alaska. <laughs> it was amazing. It, and we had a beautiful, beautiful wedding, didn't we? You can't hear me. <laughs> um, but, um, but I really, I am grateful that hopefully the next generation will have an easier journey than I did. I hope that they can figure out who they are way before I did. That's, and I really believe that that will happen.
Hi, friends. I'm Zoe, if you guys don't know me. Um, I've been coming to Neighborhood for almost a year now. I think it was Easter of last year. Um, I just want to say that I'm grateful for all of you and us that are sharing today because that is a vulnerable thing to do. I mean, of course, it's wonderful to share things that we're grateful for and it's all positive and great, but there comes a lot of vulnerability with it as well. Um, but I wanted to follow you up and um, say that I am extremely grateful for my sobriety. I am a year and three months and 26 days sober today, alcohol free. <laughs> And um, without that, I wouldn't have gotten through my divorce. I wouldn't be back in school finishing my massage therapy diploma right now. Um, I wouldn't be the mom that I am today. And I wouldn't have the amazing partnership that I am in as well. Um, so it's huge. And thank you guys. Being here today has made me really happy and really grateful for everything. Hello, my name is Tom, and I'm very thankful for family. Um, it, I, in my reflection this last week, just thinking about the people in my family that have had made such a huge difference in my life. When I was born, my father was killed before I was born, so I think emotionally, as I grew up, I kind of felt that loss. But as time has gone on, I'm an old man now, you know. <laughs> Reflecting back is a wonderful thing to do because when you reflect back, you can see things that you really never noticed when you're in the middle of it. I was really blessed and fortunate to have a terrific family. I had uncles that kind of filled in the gaps for me, and I had a mother who was really an inspiration. And on reflecting, I had a lot of family members that were grateful. And there's something about having people around you that are grateful. It kind of, kind of forms you. And I really didn't realize that until years later. I kind of thought it was just my own good nature, you know, that caused me to be grateful, but reflecting, it was the people in my life, and uh, what more can you ask for? I think gratitude is a, such a powerful emotion and such a powerful perspective um, has been shared before, too. It can get you through a lot of things, and it can also bring you a certain kind of contentment that... Uh, is really beyond your circumstances, and it gives you an attitude that kind of helps you kind of look forward to the future. So I'm just really thankful for my family. Thank you.
Okay, so speaking of families, um, when I was growing up, I didn't have a close family. And, um, and I wanted one so bad, I wanted a different family because it was a sad, sad situation. So I grew up, got married, and I had the family that I always wanted, <laughs> wanted to grow up in. And I'm so thankful for them. I'm <clears throat> I was told when I got married that I'd have a very hard time conceiving a child. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I had five children. And <laughs> and um and I just loved them with all my heart. And they they grew up to be these wonderful, beautiful adults who are so much like friends and um and then they did me the incredible honor and blessing of having 14 grandchildren for me. <laughs> so we have a really big, wonderful family, and I see God in all those little baby faces, um, one being, or two of them now being 18, and the youngest is two and a half. So we had all this experience of seeing God and all these little smiling faces and, um, and on football fields and soccer fields and swimming pools and and sitting around a table and talking to these wonderful adults now who are coming to be. And um, I'm just so incredibly thankful for my family. This is beautiful. Um, so we're going to take, we're kind of coming to the 11 o'clock hour, but I'm going to have Chris put on a song. Um, and my encouragement to you is um, if you've disconnected it all with your breath through the song, just reconnect. Uh, if there's something that's really stuck out to you, focus in on that um, gratitude. And if there is anybody during the song, if you're like, I really would still love to share, come on up and just have a seat in the front, and then you can share, and then I'll close us out um, with a prayer. But Chris, go ahead and play that song.
All right. So if do you want to share, Rebecca? Come on up. Uh, for those of you online, I was standing in the back writing down some options, and then all of a sudden the music wasn't on, and I was like booking. Um, thank you to everyone who shared today. Um, I am just so grateful, and the word I was looking for is expansiveness. From hundreds of new coffee drinks and cheeses, what? Right? We went from mead people, come on, to, to, to gluten-free options and vegan-friendly meals and, and food options that like honor everyone's religious preferences to curly girl hair methods and tutorials online to like help people ex like embrace their own unique personality. I love that stuff. Um, for um, just the fact that we, as a community, I feel like are really looking forward and growing into all these different things that we didn't see before or didn't have the resources before or didn't have the time to do so because we were cooking on stoves that required fire people. No wonder we were growing up in houses with like, I mean, a hamburger helper, like all the time, right? And macaroni and cheese from blue boxes, right? Because my mom didn't have any other options, but dude, I've got cheeses now that are actually good. I don't have to unwrap my cheese from plastic sleeves anymore. I love that. I love that my kids learned how to poach eggs in the second grade during COVID by watching MasterChef. I love that. And I'm so excited to see what these kids will do, what people are learning together and doing together and creating together because this creation started a long time ago and we are gifted with the opportunity to continue that creation today. And I am so grateful for that. Thank you for co-creating this beautiful world with me and with this church. Thank you. Thanks, Rebecca. You got me grateful for cheese, right? Was anybody else? Seriously, all of it. Um, I hope that, <laughs> I hope you feel um, warmed. Maybe you feel more than that, but I know I do. And grateful for perhaps some things you hadn't thought about being grateful um, before. One thing I, I going to, we're going to have out at the church over the next month are these uh, cards. They're going to be on the resource table. They just say, thanks for making a difference. If there's somebody that you are thinking about, write them a note. Um, and you can take the note from us. And on the inside, it just says, what you do matters. Um, there's nothing like getting a handwritten note these days, right, from somebody, and if it's something kind. So I'd encourage you, um, if you would like to do that, that's something else you can do to practice gratitude this month. I'm going to pray. We're going to have some music on. If you want to grab a donut or five for the road, you can do that. But I thank you so much for um, practicing gratitude with me today. Thank you for sharing and being vulnerable in this church space and for sharing generosity all together. I'm, I'm really pleased. So 
God, thank you for the space and for these people. Thank you for the ground that we walk on and the air in our lungs. And thank you for story and that we have the ability to share story and hear story. And would those things land with us and stay with us so that we can uh, move forward in this good and beautiful community. In your name, amen.